Welcome to the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, your host, and today I'm going to get a little braggadocious. I am. It's going to be obnoxious. Welcome to the Jason Claus Show. My name's Jason Claus, fittingly, and I'm your host. My experience is that the best leaders and managers out there, they're idea collectors. They're always on the lookout for great ways to help motivate their team, to build culture, to help their people get from where they are to where they want to be. And that's what this podcast is dedicated to. It's about trying to find those ideas and share those ideas with a growing community of local leaders. I got a great episode today. I'm going to be talking about something, and I know I, I let off. I'm, I'm going to be braggadocious, and I'm going to be obnoxious. I'm, I'm going to try not to do either of those two things, really. But I do have a big announcement. Insight, after a long absence, has reappeared on the Inc. 5000 list of, fast, of the 5,000 fastest-growing companies in the United States. We were on it once upon a time. We haven't been on it for a while, and we've returned to the list. And I'm super excited and satisfied about that. And that probably by itself could warrant a podcast episode. But this episode is about some ideas that we had to come up with and implement in the business from a talent and performance perspective, from a recruitment and retention perspective that would allow us to fuel the growth that we had because our real challenge was not finding new clients. Our real challenge was finding good people. And I think that probably resonates with you guys. And we're going to get into it right after this. The Jason Claus Show is brought to you by Ensay. Computer problems can be frustrating and incredibly expensive. They're also almost always avoidable. You deserve a better computing experience, and you can trust Ensight to deliver it. To find out more about Ensight's process-driven approach to delivering computer system support, go to www.ensight.net and check it out. All right, welcome back from the break. Okay, so like I said, the headline here is after a long absence. The last time we were on this list was 2013. So after a multiple year absence on this list, Insight has returned to the Inc. 5000 fast 5000 fastest growing companies in the country. We were ranked 4103. So it, we're not even dead last, right? We're 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 respectable in the in the bottom quadrant there. And that represents better than 70% growth over the three-year time period that's that's tracked as part of uh, as part of this list, that's awesome. But what we're super excited about, what I find incredibly satisfying, is is that the the thing that was most important to what we've been able to accomplish isn't our ability to bring on new clients. That's really hard, but that's not what we had to, that was not our biggest challenge. Our biggest challenge was one that I think a lot of us face. I found myself in new business meetings where prospects would ask me, Jason, what do you, what's the, what's the thing that you're most worried about? And I would shrug my shoulders and say something, you know, we just can't find enough quality people. And I would say it like it was an unsolvable problem because at the time it felt like an unsolvable problem, but our leadership in their wisdom and 
they don't do everything exactly right. They're 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 fallible just like anybody else. But there was some real brilliance here, and and I just want to give a shout out to them: uh, uh, Mike Chapit, Joel Jacobs, Josh Carroll, and John Grover. This was really good work, and I'm 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 super excited to be a part of the team, and 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 just really grateful for for what you've done. So what they came up with was look. Let's just let's just not agree that this is a th- this is the state of things. What if what if things were different? And so what they did was they promoted John Grover, who was leading our professional services organization. They put him in charge of a new department called Talent and Performance, and he set off asking the right questions, right? Why is this the way that it is? Why do we have such a hard time attracting millennials? Why is it that um, we have a hard time keeping people? Why is it that we have to pay so much? Like all these great questions. And the answers that he got back over time were pretty insightful, I think. So I'll never forget when John invited me into his office, he sat me down, he said, Jason, I think I got this thing figured out. Let me try it. And that's usually how we brainstorm at Insight. You, you, you noodle on it for a while. You, you, you come up with some ideas and then you, you, you kind of stress test it with people that you trust in the company. And he's, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. It's not that we can't find enough qualified people. That's not what's true. What's true is we don't have enough entry-level positions and we've got really poorly defined job roles. And I thought that was amazing. Put it To put it another way, what we were doing in effect when we were saying we just can't find enough qualified people, we would bring on new business and then we would go out to the open market and we would say, basically, I need the equivalent of a heart surgeon that's also willing to roll the gurney down the hallway and empty the bedpan. Nobody qualified for that work wanted that work. And so you couldn't really find them. And then if you could find somebody that did have the skills, you were kind of stuck with them, regardless of what sort of, uh, of values they had or, or, or if th- those values were consistent with the, with the corporate values, right? You, you, the, the mindset of the person was irrelevant because the skill set was so hard to find and we had to have the skill set. So by making these changes, we were actually able to, 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 to just shift things around, right? It, it, it had a profound impact on the way that we recruited, right? So first step create the entry-level positions that allowed us to go at, to, to, to attract talent in that zero to two-year space that's looking for an opportunity in technology, right? It allowed us to, we, we, we had to quit looking at people as a collection of skills. We had to start looking at people as people. And we had to start trying to figure out who they were as people and see if their values and their mindset if that was consistent with Insight, because if we could get that match, then we could have a job for them where we could train them in, in what they needed to learn and level those skills up so that they could eventually become the heart surgeon. That would allow the heart surgeons to focus just on heart surgery, which was great for them. So these were some big ideas that had huge impact on the way Insight was recruiting. So. The next thing that we had to do was we had to really think about, okay, who is Insight? What is Insight? And why would anybody want to come work here? And I'm going to steal some of John's thunder. He tells a great story 
about when he was in high school. He, he, he broke up with his girlfriend and he shows up at wrestling practice, all crestfallen. And his coach asks him, Hey, John, why are you so down in the dumps? And John says, you know, coach, I just, I want to get, I want to get all the girls to like me. How do you get all the girls to like me? And the coach said, John, you're asking the wrong question. You don't want all the girls to like you. You want one girl to like you. And the way you do that is you spend a bunch of your time concentrating on being a good boyfriend. What are all the things that a good boyfriend does? Do that and the girlfriend's going to emerge. And in a really simple way, that just makes perfect sense to me. Not that Insight's ever been a bad place to work. I've worked for I've worked for Insight for years. I, I love working here. But we, we needed to really think about, okay, how how do we how do we improve the, the the quality of the experience here, right? And so that that prompted a whole bunch of different changes that we make, and some of them are really apparent, right? Um, for example, we we implemented some some lunch programs and things like that. that but but everybody's doing that. I think some of the, some of the more uh, interesting things were we've always been a culture of learning. We've always valued leveling up your skills, but we had to just pump a whole bunch of energy and money and resources into that, right? And that was really consistent with some some of the lean principles we've been implementing within the within the organization. The two things are kind of separate. And so I, I'll probably talk about that in another podcast episode. But but one of the concepts that as a leadership team we've been we've been implementing and working on is that managers are coaches, right? Leveling your team up, right? Working with people, going to where the work gets done, and then elevating them by investing your time and energy in them and making that the most important thing. Concentrating on people. Anyway, there's a lot more here. It has been, it, it's been distilled into a process that we call the soul of insight. S-O-U-L. It's something that John Grover, our chief people officer, he's going to be talking about it in detail in the future. So please stay tuned. We're going to be sending out announcements of some webinars we're going to be doing because what we've decided is that what we've learned is completely transferable to just about any business in the Bay Area. And there's nothing super earth shattering in the concepts, but the way that it's put together, we've been testing this with some of our clients and some of our partners and the feedback has been, this is really good stuff. And we want to share this with the broader community. So we'll be getting that to you here in the next few weeks. But I wanted to just kind of share this with you because I'm excited about it. That's it. That's all I got for us today. Stay tuned. And we will be back with more information from John Grover about how we're going to about how we've implemented this and even how you might be able to implement this in your company and help you to move away from from saying the same things that we were saying for so many years. I just can't find enough qualified people. All right, that's it. I hope you have a great day. I'm going to I'm going to let you go. that was a lot and I'm going to go back and listen to this and I'm certain it's going to be a little bit over the top but I'm going to publish it anyway until next time until we get to talk again I hope my good friend Jesus blesses you with peace in your heart wisdom in your spirit and a whole lot of laughter in your belly you take care now <laughs>